Hi there, thanks for tuning in, and welcome back to the Everyman Tales. I'm Everyman, and we're going to get into our next story here in just a moment. And just so that you know, these stories are for bedtime, road trips, adventures, family time, every age, and any mind. Get ready to engage your imagination. Get ready for the Everyman Tales. Mangus and Leanne had left Silver Sands early in the morning. They knew they had a long hike ahead of them. This one had been on their bucket list for a long time. They had their hiking sticks, their hiking boots on, their backpacks filled with lunch, and their sleeping equipment for the evening at the river. But they knew they had quite a trail ahead of them. They set a good pace as they started pretty much at sea level. But then, the further they hiked, the steeper the climb became. They knew that between them and the river was the Cape. Roughly 1,500 feet in elevation, they were starting at sea level, and the gradual incline from this side would prove challenging, but it would prove, as they found out later, not nearly as challenging as the other side of the cape where the cliffs they had to climb down would be. They kept up a good pace. They stopped about midday for lunch, enjoyed the perfect positioning of the sun, the beautiful color of the water, the fish swimming below, and they even caught sight of a bald eagle. Leanne said, look, I've never seen one of those in real life before. Mangus said, yeah, I've seen them, but it's been years. They're magnificent. The bald eagle flew by first below them because they had gained some elevation. And then he climbed and climbed into the sky, banked left and headed back over the mountains into the forest. They kept their gradual incline. And while their pace slowed, they still were hiking very well. Not all the trees from the winter storms had been cleared off, and so they did have to stop a couple of times to climb over, around, and through some obstacles, but they made it to the top of the cape in the early afternoon. They were out of breath, and along the way, they noticed that a hedge had been growing and had eventually grown taller than each of them. They came to the parking lot at the top of the cape because the hiking trail ran parallel to the highway. They took a hard right and headed toward the edge of the cape and the cliffs that they would have to hike down to get to the beach that would lead them to the river they would be camping by. On their way out to the edge of the cape, they noticed something about one side of the hedge. It had funneled outward toward the forest, like the trees where the wind had been blowing for so long in the same direction that all the limbs seemed to be reaching out in the direction of the wind. The hedge curved like a funnel into the forest. Manga said, Do you feel something? Leanne had noticed it for about the last half hour, but had been hesitant to say anything. She said, It's the wind, isn't it? Mangus said, It's kind of weird, almost like the kind of wind that you feel before a big thunderstorm hits. They both looked up at the word thunderstorm, but there was not a cloud in the sky. The sun, still magnificent, still crystal clear skies. And they both were wondering, What is it that they were feeling? They looked into the forest and they saw the tree off the trail. They walked off the trail toward the tree, took their backpacks off, and noticed the same thing as everyone else who had found the tree. The limbs where they met the tree were worn smooth like they'd been climbed hundreds of times before. The symmetry of the tree struck both of them off guard, and they did something that was not unusual for them. They started walking around the edge of the tree. They noticed that the needles were perfectly positioned underneath for a nap, and while they both thought that sounded like a good idea, they didn't have the time nor the inclination to take a nap at that point. They made their way all the way around the tree, 
climbing slightly downhill on the south side of the tree and then back up to where they started. They noticed the symmetry, and they both spoke to each other about the fact that they couldn't quite see the top of the tree. Without their backpacks, they felt light as a feather after hiking all that distance. So they decided to do something. They thought, I wonder what the view is from the top of this tree. Mangus went to the tree, to the trunk, and touched one of the limbs. He immediately felt heightened sensations. The electricity in the wind became palpable. The excitement, the joy, the hope. It was almost like he could see it. He smiled a huge smile, turned around to Leanne and said, Oh wow, something's happening here. Hand over hand, foot over foot, he climbed up the tree. With every step, Things were coming into his mind as if he could see hope, feel joy, experience real, true, abundant life. About halfway up the tree, he stopped, realizing that his bride was either directly behind him or at the bottom of the tree. He turned around and looked. She was directly below him, as almost as high as he was, with a smile on her face that he could only describe as euphoric. He stayed at the level he was at, roughly a third of the way up the tree, and climbed around to the other side, multiple limbs, plenty of footholds and handholds. And Leanne climbed up so that they were exactly parallel to each other, face to face, with the only thing between them, the tree and its limbs. They smiled. They held hands. Leaning forward on the left side of the tree, they were able to reach each other's faces for a brief kiss. Then they leaned back, holding well onto the tree limbs, and looked around. What they saw was both exciting and created the slightest bit of fear. They couldn't see anything. There was no view. They couldn't see the cape. They couldn't see the mountains, the ocean, the sky, the sun the parking lot. They couldn't see anything. The only thing that they could see from where they were were the limbs moving out horizontally in every direction, the tree trunk itself, and each other. They were a bit afraid. The electricity in the air felt overwhelming, and they knew they needed to get out of the tree immediately. As quickly as they had climbed it, they climbed even faster to get to the bottom of the tree. As soon as they hit the ground, they took off towards the trail, grabbing their backpacks as they ran by. Once out on the trail, they both realized they were out of breath and a bit fearful. At that point, they looked around. Everything was as it had been before. The ocean, the sun, the sky, the hedge. They took deep breaths, held each other's hands, and said, We'll have to come back here sometime. They wanted to explore more, but they did have limited daylight to make it to their campground. As they walked away, Mangus turned and looked. He stopped. The hedge was no longer open. Leanne turned around. She gasped. It had closed. In the moments that it took them to walk a few steps away from the opening, the funnel into the forest, the tree off the trail was no longer there. You've been listening to The Everyman Tales. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whatever medium you choose to listen to The Everyman Tales on, please feel free to follow me, like me on social media, and pass the word. Everybody loves a good story, don't they? 
I hope that's what you're experiencing as we explore the tree off the trail. Tune in next time as we find out about some of the other people that interact with it, and we continue the story of the people that you've already found out about. Enjoy the rest of your day, no matter how long it may be, and thanks again for tuning in to The Everyman Tales.